This is Everyday Photography Every Day, where you get to listen in on a chat between a photographer, that's me, and a regular human. That's me. With an eye on making your pictures amazing. No technical stuff, no talk of gear or software, just photography for the love of it. We're sponsored by Neomodern.com, bringing concierge photo printing and framing to everyone with a smartphone. I'm Suzanne Fritz Hansen, enthusiastic iPhone picture taker. And I'm Michael Rubin, photographer, founder of Neomodern, and grumpy old man, and we're in San Francisco tonight. Welcome. Hey, Suzanne. Hey, Rubin. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. It's a nice uh, rainy Saturday here. It is, and we have a studio audience, which well, it's embarrassing. Is, is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's only going to ruin uh, any spontaneity we can, you know, do here. I, oh, not at all. I, I think we can st- we can roll with this. We're pros. You think so? Yeah. I mean, we've we've had the one studio audience that we did um, in the mission, and that was that was alarming because it's like that was you don't think anyone ever really listens, and then all of a sudden you see They're people in there. front of you, and you're like, yeah. oh. Hi. Yeah. But now, but, now we but know they is, listen. And this this is, isn't a normal studio audience. This is like my mother. I know. And my sisters. Yep. And their friends. So And your brother? My brother, he's, well, he's, we relegated him to the back somewhere. But. I mean, I can still oh, see no, him. He he's in my sight line. Well, he's in the back there. <laughs> <laughs> Said like a true brother. <laughs> but so, it's great. So welcome, family. Yeah, hey, the, guys. All the Rubens are here. Modern. They're this, here for your show. They're here for my show. So yeah, um, well, I guess we could, you want to start with that? I mean, it felt like a good segue, but it you can do whatever good. you want. Yeah, now I screwed it up by just saying <laughs> that like that. Uh, well, okay. So uh, on Monday night at Neo Modern is an, is like sort of my first one man show. I know. I just decided to, you know, I've got a gallery and and great work. And, and great work. Okay. Yeah. It's, so are you going to are you going to talk about it on Monday? Yeah, it's it's not um, it's not all current work, but I did want to have sort of a mixture of stuff I'd taken this year with a few sort of older things. And, um, yeah, so that's, that's going on. Do and you I have any favorite pieces that in the show? Well, yeah. they're all favorite pieces. They're like oh, children, course, you know, and I have this problem, you know, I talk about this all the time that I only make one print of mm-hmm. an image. Right. And, but it really rubber hits the road when they're on the wall and they're for sale because for them to go is when they go. Yeah. Right? You're selling your children. It's sad. And but I know also, I can. They're going to a good family, Ruben. Well, that's so. I think of it more like an adoption, right? <laughs> but but I can be bribed, right? Okay. <laughs> so you can you can end up choosing which children you want, and I'll take whatever. Yeah. So, so you have how many pictures are on the wall? You know, I I seriously haven't counted. There's probably about twenty that are up now. Okay. Fifteen to twenty. I, I'm not really sure. And we have some of the classics from our collection that are still up, just because. I don't know, in case they're not satisfied with my stuff, you can still see a cartoon <laughs> person somewhere in the You're just, gallery. you know, keeping in the corner. A recording studio is, yeah, is, is right. keeping the classics. We're in our HD Buttercup lounge. Right. And the family's sitting over in the fully furniture air, furnitured workspace. We do have sort of a mini theater thing going on right now. We, can, we can work on this for future episodes. That's right. Oh, and while we're plugging things, um, we're also going to the theater today. Just, I know, to see Danny's show. Danny has a show. So we're, it's just we're... We're just the flying Walendas here performing whatever Danny <laughs> should. <Flying Walendas. laughs> do you know what that even I do. is? I do. They're trapeze artists, right? Yes, that's us, sort of. So Danny's I, sh- can't, I hope you've all stretched. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's show is at the SF Playhouse for the next through four until Jan- mid-January. Groundhog Day the it's Musical. Groundhog Day the Musical. And uh, get tickets. Uh, we saw it during previews, but we're seeing now that the show has really begun. Yes. So it should be fun. I'm so, excited. Buy tickets. Yeah. Buy tickets. And, and my family's in town to see that. I can pretend they're here to see my show. I think I just decided to do a show because they're here. Oh, because of Danny's of, show. That's how they did it. You know what? 
Well, well planned. Thank you. So let's get back to your show since we're here. You've okay. got pictures all over the walls. Yes. Um, how do you how do you actually curate your own show? What was the the thinking behind putting your favorite children next to your other favorite children? Well, it's the combination of like, what am I willing to sell? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I willing to part with? Because I like having them up. I like being around them. Right. Um, with feeling like, you know, what, what 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 what's kind of an interesting mix? What's a kind of interesting slice? It's very hard to pick. 15, 20 pictures out of, I've got, you know, 200,000 pictures. And of those, maybe a thousand that I I'm really attached to. Mm-hmm. And so a hundred or 50 or 20 is a, uh, I mean, you could, I could just put up one of the themed ideas I have. You know, I don't know if you noticed, there's sort of, uh, there's some nudes. Mm-hmm. There's some just what, San Francisco stuff. Um, what else is in here? Oh, the Ticano Lum. Right. The sort of that, that's weird. Yeah. And I could just do a show of those, but I thought it would be better to have kind of an array so people who haven't seen my work before can kind of get a sense of it. And of course, anything you see on Instagram or whatever, if you can see it, I'm willing to, I'm probably willing to sell it. But again, if you buy it, that's it. That's the only one. So if you ever see something. It's... So when you're doing, I do want to talk about um, kind of the concrete work and the mm-hmm. cracks. I think they're, they're really interesting. But before we do that, just, I mean, I, I think it's just so interesting about a show. It's like putting together a book and almost putting them next to each other. It sort of changes the work and you yeah. start to develop a story. It's just human nature of developing the story of having, you know, uh, this picture next to this picture. Um, do you think of all of that before you hang anything? And so it's just perfect when it goes up or do you make a lot of changes in the process of hanging your show? I think I rely on a lot of ser- serendipity. Mm-hmm. Like, what what have I printed? What do I like? Let's kind of pull out everything that I have printed that I like that is sort of in the set of maybe. Yeah. And then there's the randomness of sort of okay, well, I, this need this is a wall that can put two pictures on it. So, what are two pictures that are vertical? You know, they're interesting, that go together well. And I'll kind of look over the whole set of stuff and say... And so you have a pile, like that whole table, yeah. you just have printed prints everywhere. Right. Okay. And, and then I ca- and I have it in Lightroom also. So I'll sit at home, not just here in the gallery. I'll sit at home and stare at some of my choices and think, I think that would be good next to that. And then you put it up and you're like, eh, no, that doesn't look right. And, <laughs> um, and so we've moved things around. Even as late as today, we were yeah. sort of saying that's not as strong as strong it's a nice picture but it's not as strong in this set so with you know your entire family here have they sort of influenced how the show has been hung mom said she didn't like the nudes (laughs) (laughs) but not because they're not because they're new she just didn't think it was the strongest work i had here Hmm. and you know i don't totally disagree there's a lot of fun other types of things that I think my favorite thing to show is the Tikanola, right? Yeah. The, the concrete. So we can talk about that for a second. Yeah. It, it usually gets, and Andrea commented on this, who, who's sitting here, like, what is that? What did you think? You weren't sure if it was sand or something? Well, I, I thought skin for a Skin. So uh, talk about that. So the, the photographs, what they look like are these sidewalk cracks. And, and so I've been photographing cracks in concrete and rock for decades yes i really like those cracks right you told the story of your your children just being like dad stop taking pictures of that yes, crack <laughs> yes it's, it's not good it's not good but i had this whole set of them but i never thought they were strong enough just to have a, a show of wall cracks and about uh three four years ago i don't know when it was i had this idea to sew them up and so what i did was i printed the cracks out large and i sat down in my living room with a needle and thread and i sewed the picture of the crack 
And what I thought I was going to do was sort of a mixed media object where you had this sutured crack. And when I did it, and I, first of all, I don't, I'm not really a mixed media artist, and it was weird to have suddenly these physical objects like that. Yeah. And I uh, decided that was not, I, I didn't like them. I actually hung them up, I finished them up. And so one time when I was sewing one up, what I thought was interesting was the sun hitting me while I was sewing them. Mm -hmm. I was sitting in the living room and the light on the thread and the way the thread was falling on the, on the paper as I was sewing was interesting. And, 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 I, and the, the concept that I was sort of exploring was a few different things. One was this kintsugi I'd been fascinated by fixing cracks with gold. Mm -hmm. And there was this sort of competing, a separate idea of the tikkun olam, which is this sort of Jewish... Um, ethos of healing the world mm -hmm. and something about sewing up the cracks and the sidewalk cracks to me was healing was my little part of healing the world but it wasn't but in even in Tikkun Olam you're not it's not the the end result because you can't heal the world it's the process of trying to heal the world yeah. and not being daunted by that's just why we're here and so I was more interested in the process of sewing it right and so I started photographing me sewing the photograph and what you see here are my favorite of, of each crack that I sewed I could make one photograph because you got a unique crack in it and I'm sort of halfway done sewing and the threads falling there yeah and the shadows and the light and every and sometimes I'm shooting with the Sun behind it and in front of it and they I loved it and it yeah. felt like unlike a mixed-media piece it's still a photograph and unlike a photograph of a finished piece of art which I also find sort of a weird thing mm -hmm. The photograph literally was of this moment that was transitory and real, and I captured it. Yeah. And after I was done sewing it, that moment never existed again. So it actually fit all my criterion of being a literal photograph and an unusual combination. And it had the right kind of, um, you know, mystery to it. You, mm -hmm. you look at it, and you're not sure what it is. I had tried, during the process of getting to that, I'd tried some work where I was projecting, I, I don't know if you've ever seen when people project photographs on things and photograph mm -hmm. that. And I feel the same way. I didn't, I don't really like those. I, I, I've seen them a lot and sometimes they're almost interesting, but it was on the edge. But I started projecting the cracks on um, the bodies that I was photographing. Right. And that, and then I thought, what if I sewed those up? Mm -hmm. How cool. Did no, it grotesque? no, 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 not cool. Very gross. Hard to look at. <laughs> Hard to look at a body with a, a crack. Even if yeah. it's a sidewalk crack, if you're sewing it up, it becomes a suture. Yeah. And uh, that was wrong. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't even look at it. And maybe a, a better artist would have no problem freaking everybody out with that grotesqueness, but it didn't work for me. I really liked it in the concrete because it's just enough abstracted from a body that doesn't gross you out, but it's still close enough that it feels like a, a wound. It does. Well, I think what's interesting is it, it does look like skin at, at first blush. I mean, I, that was Andrea's question. Is that mm -hmm. is it skin? What is that? But once you realize it's concrete, which is such a strong material, and then you see it fractured, it's kind of like the comment on our time of like, our world is actually quite fragile and yeah. trying to... You're like Greta Thunberg, really, um, of Aren't photography. I, I often say that. <laughs> just Me and her, just we're like, like this. Yeah, that's totally, we do our part. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, in all seriousness, I think it's as you look at it further, because it does have that mystery, you can't figure it out. Is it, is it skin? Is it flesh? And then you're like, no, there's, there's a rigidity. And then you can see into those cracks a little bit more mm -hmm. that how, like, it's how far you're starting, how far you've gotten. It's, it's interesting. Did you, do you always use black thread? 
I'd tried gold thread. I'd tried other versions that were more mm. like the Kintsugi, where you could see something through that. Actually, Gabrielle and I sort of sat around and played with putting something behind it. And, yeah. And, and they, they worked, but this, was the, this is where I settled into. Yeah. And sometimes it's fun when you can really tell it's concrete, like there's still words on the concrete yeah, or yeah. Uh, a piece of a manhole cover on the edge. I've tried different ones. The, one, the, the few that are up on the walls... One of them has sort of sidewalk crack, like the regular sidewalk cracks. The okay. other is a little more abstract. But. So I haven't made it all the way around your show yet, but you have, uh, so there's a lot of frame pictures on the walls. Mm -hmm. And then there's also kind of these printed pictures that are just sort of clipped to a line um, right. by the windows and facing in. How did you decide what was going to be framed and what was going to be hanging on the on the lines? Oh, isn't that a curveball? I don't know. Uh, those were, I had a. I mean, I, I print lots of pictures that I don't frame yeah. that I have to sit with and get used to, and I have a stack of them. And literally, that was um, Yael saying, "Find some pictures that are cool and put them in the window." Yeah. And so it was done before the hanging of the show. I might oh, change really? them for other pictures, or uh, I don't know. I okay. don't. I don't want them to distract. I don't want to cheapen them because they're hanging like that. But I like having them out so people can see. Well, I think it's the process of deciding what to hang on your walls. I mean, it's always, it's always a pro yeah. you know, you want to know, you want to see what you're working with. You want to put it up and, and check it out. So I think before you're maybe even ready to frame, print out multiples and yeah. see what you like. But, the, you know, usually anything that's up on the wall here, I've had up in my apartment for a while and stared at it. Like I've lived with it for long enough that... So I've, it's been vetted. It has been vetted by me. <laughs> well, that's... Don't you want the artist to hanging vet? approved. Boom. All right. Uh, and, and the prices actually, they're higher, I think, if they're older. If they haven't sold... Because I've sat with them longer and I love them more yes. and I'm less desirous of... I, I want a, someone to choose the right family for that picture. So, but well, you know, this range. I don't know if you want to do something just short and sweet, um, but I'd love to, can't wait to see your show okay. on Monday. What Monday time does at, it start? It's at from six to nine at Neo Modern Perfect. on Monday, December 9th. Hopefully if anyone listening to this, it'll be Sunday or Monday. So you just, so come on come. down if you're in San Francisco. I will be here. Cool. We're supporting with the rest of the Reuben clan be here as well. Oh, there'll be a whole mess of Rubens. Oh, good. So, so just shout can, out Reuben and everyone pick will your Reuben and, Pick your Reuben. And bug them, you know. <laughs> From mom. We got one for every size. Yes. Yeah. Um, so and I'm trying to think what else is up here that's kind of interesting. There's, uh, you know, the other thing that I has been a, a recurring theme is to take various icons of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. I mean, we live here. And try to see them in a way that you don't see them on postcards mm -hmm. you know and uh, and that's my sort of fun hobby is to go to places that are widely shot and yeah. see if i can pull up a picture that i've not seen before and i have my coit tower picture and there's a bay bridge picture and uh another a cemetery picture well, you have some pieces that you do um that are part of a series you mentioned you know mm -hmm. the cracks the, the, the church the other right, pieces right um my mind immediately goes to like, how could you almost tell this story with, uh, and go beyond what's hanging on the wall to like the digital sort of library. Like you get to see what's hanging on the wall and you get to then click Dig or take into a phone any of those. or go deeper and be like, what are the other pictures that he didn't choose? Or what's part of this series? You could almost like dive into each photo and understand your work. Yeah. I have them on, on my website, which is at byruben.com mm -hmm. and you can drill into the Ticano Lum, the San Francisco, the Alcatraz windows. That's the sort of broken, the broken windows of Alcatraz Oh, stuff. that's what that was. That's what that is, yeah. I, I think I was on Alcatraz at night. They, we, there was an art exhibit on the island one evening. The Iwai Way? Yeah. 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 And, and it's not often I realized I was on Alcatraz at night. Yeah. And they all opened up areas that they didn't have open because he had done some sort of interesting installations and 
buildings that were usually closed. Cool. And I was walking down an aisle, and so it was a backlit window, a series of windows, and they were all broken differently. I mean, I guess all breaks are different. And, and, and so, all cracks are different? Yeah, all cracks. And, you know, because I'm into these sort of cracks, window cracks are just right. like, like concrete cracks to me. It's like I'm, I'm agnostic to what's cracked. Uh, and so I found it interesting that they had the same sort of form form factor, these mm-hmm. little windows, and they were all broken in interesting different ways. Yeah. So I shot all of them quickly before they got me out of where I was sneaking off to. So. Well, I don't know if you want to do it on this show, but since your mother's here, I would actually love to talk to her about collecting. We've talked to you a lot about it, but she was, Did, you know... Ma, you want to say anything? The, the other part of, the, uh, of, the, of your father and mother <laughs> collecting. Um, so now uh, Suzanne and I are here with uh, Lorna Rubin, my mom. Hi, Ma. Welcome. Hi, Welcome guys. to San Francisco. <laughs> so you met Dad here, right? Well, in not San in my, Francisco? Well, not in my gallery. Well, in Berkeley. That's close enough. Yeah, that's close enough. You guys went to Cal? Uh-huh. Okay. The, the, you have a lot of photographs. The, you run out of walls. Eventually, you do. And then you have to choose, oh, you're going to take one down and put something else up. And, and do they go with each other? Did you think anything of putting this? The, I just need to know. Did you think of anything putting those creepy Yulesmans on the walls when I was four? <laughs> like they were, did, weren't didn't they weird to you guys that they were dark and brooding and mysterious? Those were not the ones I liked. There were others that I liked better, the flowers oh, yeah. and so forth. But no, he was a friend. He became a friend yeah. after his mother was our babysitter. Yeah. That was. Very unusual relationship for us. I bet. And so it was really just because of this babysitter sort of like serendipity that led you to be friends with him and sort of start collecting. She started by saying, my son is a photographer, (laughs) to which we sort of said without saying it, yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) You would go to the like the Santa Fe Arts Festival and get pictures by art. People or was it, was Yulesman stuff the first stuff you started to, when you would get something for the wall? This I think is... your father got things when he was away at a meeting. I don't think we ever shopped together because it was always somewhere else where the picture was, never at, around home. Mm-hmm. So he would buy something while he was while he was gone, or you would buy something while he was gone. He would buy something while he was gone. Okay. Did you get to say what you liked or what you didn't? Or did after, you just come after, home with things? After we owned them. <laughs> <laughs> so what made it to the wall that was your favorite? Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Well, I like what's up now. Do well, I remember? That's way back in, you in like, Gainesville like and Callahan. I'm not there. You seem to like Harry Callahan. Yes. Yeah. I like him. I don't know. I, I want to skip to the, the, the sort of age-old question that that uh, Phoebe was asking you, and since we've got you here. Phoebe. Phoebe Cade. Oh, what did she ask me? She wants to know why your kids are creative people. Like, what what did you do? Did you do anything to make us that? It's in the genes, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Other than if you wanted to do something that was not what we thought you should be doing, we let you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Can you give an example of something that maybe fits that description that Ruben or Gabrielle or Danny did? Well, Danny would lie in bed thinking. Oh, yeah. How'd that go for you? It was perfect. <laughs> 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 and, and, oh, gosh, that 
what I wrote in that Christmas letter years ago, how creative you were, is, I mean, you couldn't reach the sink. We had a stool. That's how young you were. Uh-huh. And you would take soap and toothpaste and toilet paper, and you'd scrunch things together. You'd make things right there Did on I? the kitchen, on the bathroom sink. I wish I could that, get paid for that. That landed on the floor, of course, uh-huh. <laughs> because I guess it was meant to. I guess so. Well, that's good. <laughs> well, thank you. That was useful. I think we all, all of us, like between the three of us, I think we have uh, some CDs, movies, TV shows, books. Right? But even beyond that, that you're just all creators and that you're, you know, confident and happy in being creators. You know what I think it is, honestly, and you guys could throw down for this. I think that because because you started this publishing company when we were kids at home, there was this early sense that things got made. Thing, you could make things. And uh, if you wanted to have whatever those things were, and, and you didn't have to be an expert at it. You just figured it out and we just did it. And I thought that that made, it was kind of a can-do attitude about sort of stuff. You didn't buy stuff. You just could make it, whatever it well, was. Well, I don't think we were quite that good at it. You but, guys agree? Or is that full? You, well, the other thing about creativity, which you can tell from Gabrielle, is that she has written a lovely little book, but it's not meant just to read for fun. It's to help foster children and adopted children feel good about their lives and learn who they are. That's great. Yet it's a creative uh, book. Yeah. I think we all believe in education. Like I think all all of us have done books that are basically teaching books of some kind, teaching screenwriting or educating foster parents. Is it time for me to write a book? It's time. Everyone else has got one. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't done that. What would your book be? That's a good question. Maybe I could take a poll here. Uh, how, are you, how were you raised? Were you, raised <laughs> were you also raised in a kind of a creative household where that was encouraged? Oh, not at all. No. Oh, no. How, how, how was it different? Oh, gosh. They, they just looked at the worst side of almost anything, even if it wasn't real. Hmm. So I've been getting over that bit by bit. <laughs> So you made like a conscious decision that that's not how you wanted to raise your right, children. Right. And you put the dark room in our house? Yes. So you're the photographer. I was really? until you took over. Well, someone. Yeah. Well, at one time, I think you were about 14 years old when the hurricane knocked oh, the tornado. a tornado yeah. knocked a tree onto the house. And I ran for all kinds of things to cover the equipment. Because that room, even though it was an inside room, there was all this dust coming in, and it just stayed like that till Michael went to high school, I guess. Middle school. Was that middle school when you decided you wanted to be in a dark room? Yeah. yeah. And he told them he wanted to, what, take pictures for either their paper or their yearbook, I'm not sure what. Mm -hmm. And they said... Can you use a dark room? Can you develop film? He says, sure. Runs home. <laughs> Mom, Mom, what do you do? <laughs> Mom, quit. Teach me dark room. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Well, you know, I needed to be properly motivated. That was so. the end of my experience with the dark room. So when did you first start taking pictures? I mean, you must have been quite invested if you built a dark room in your home. There wasn't much building to it. The room existed. Oh, but I mean... And it had a sink in it, even. It was a workroom. It was a workroom in the basement. Uh Uh-huh. When did you start taking pictures? 
Were you also? I think I always took pictures as a kid, but not Mm -hmm. with any idea of them being looked at by anybody. Yeah. I don't know. You took pictures at Gabrielle's performances in her high school stuff. I remember seeing things like her cabaret performance or something else. They Uh, are good. Maybe I was okay (laughs) as a photographer. Or you went down the Grand Canyon. And uh, oh. with Dad, and I remember you took pictures on that because that was you're you're trying to combine them. You're trying to do special effects, Yulesman effects. That's with some right. Of those. Well, we were friends with Jerry Yulesman then. Mm-hmm. We would even go over to his house as guests because we were friends, and he'd show us what's new. <laughs> and I remember saying, "I'd like this one better if you turned it upside down." <laughs> <laughs> what do you? He, he was a little, he didn't like that. No, I could imagine, <laughs> but, yeah. But he did it anyway afterwards. Oh, Really? Man. Yeah. Why are there, I, was, I don't know who I'm asking, there's boxes in the in, in Gabrielle's room of unmounted uh, Yulesman prints. There are? They look like work prints of a class where he's trying the, different things on the bottom. Trying you different have to things. show me where that is. There's like a bo- boxes of these things. And they're totally where, his. They're his negatives. Where and, where would I find them? Oh, they're somewhere in, in, the, in the house. Yeah, Come yeah, on yeah. now. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I thought I've opened everything, but I keep finding new things all the time. And there's lots of little nooks and crannies full of I stuff. Guess so. yeah. yeah. The collection grows. Right. I think the thing that was cool about Yulesman as an early influence is that it was a lot, the photography was about juxtapositions of things. And all and so and you that skill of looking at how things go together comes up in both photographic composition and laying out of books and in building things together and generally speaking in creativity mm-hmm. it's yeah. sometimes the magic of putting two disparate things together that's what a lot of people say that's what creativity is is putting weird things together and i feel like from a very young age we saw lots of that more than sort of the photographic art, like a Cartier-Bresson, where it's just a, an image, it's it was constructed purposefully in a fun way or an mm-hmm. interesting way, and that's a. That's do, a do I get to count it as creative, where I can uh, do the pages of a book, where being artistic or creative or whatever word you want to use has nothing to do with is it pretty, does it look good, is it readable by the average person. So you choose the line length, the type size, the space between lines to fit that book, that situation. I was good at that. You know what else you were good at that had a huge influence on me? What? Your scrapbooks. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, that's yeah. why I have to go buy rubber cement because all the pictures are falling out. <laughs> I wanted to go down a path of like the destruction of pictures by gluing them into scrapbooks and, <laughs> and non-destructive mounting of photography, but I'm going to let it slide. Well, I'm going to let it slide. I don't think people do that anymore because trying to buy rubber cement is not easy. It's probably, it's probably <laughs> that's, that's the reason. And no one has prints to glue anyway, well, the, right? Yes, so like, why, what do you need the rubber cement? You've got well, nothing all here. all you have to do is come to Neo Modern. Good plug, Mom. (laughs) Well done. They know what to do with these pictures that are not uh, on paper. I have a lot more pictures, family pictures and things taken by the family Mm -hmm. with a regular camera and developed probably by us. Mm -hmm. 
So this could Before be like a I was engaged to get married, that was what our, most of our dates were. Going in San Francisco, mm-hmm. going to, I don't know what the place was called. I think it cost 50 cents to get in. And there were good enlargers, paper, chemicals, everything is there, and you would work there. Wow. And then you'd take your pictures home. But and we did that cool. all the that time. That doesn't exist. I'm yeah. sure not. Well, that's what Reiko was for years. That's exactly what Neo Modern is. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're hoping to re-catalyze that activity, no, if not the, not the chemical part, but no, just but the idea of going did, out to a place. And... But we went and we did our own thing. I think we had to have our already... We had to have negatives already. Yes, yes. But we created but, the pictures using their equipment, their chemicals, their time, and then they would... Uh, wash them, and we take them home. I think it was 50 cents to get in. Just like Neo-Modern? Yeah, Neo-Modern is the modern version of that. It is the Neo-Modern version of that. Yes. So I guess I started taking pictures quite a long time ago. Yeah. Well, I've been handed something. <laughs> uh, but Lorna, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, it was, Mom. It was lovely chatting with you, um, and I'm excited to you know spend the day with you. Um, we'll wrap it up. Our show is recorded and produced in San Francisco. Go to neomodern.com slash podcast to get show notes, see photos, and post comments. Please leave reviews and ratings on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe. We get new listeners from you telling your friends and spreading the word. If you know someone who might get something from us, send them a link. Thanks to my family for coming on out here, and Mitchell for our theme music and our, our sponsors, HD Buttercup and Fully, and all of you for hanging out with us. We appreciate your attention and hope we've given you some things to think about. Until next time.